Uh, John, I have to ask you a question. Do you think there will be another Apple event this fall? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oracle, oh, Oracle of Oracles. That's a good question. That's a that's a that's a good question, Dan. That's a good Thank question. You. I thought so. Um, I think yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I really Time's wasn't sure. Yes. I mean, there has been some uh, because German was suggesting that there might not be. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> He's <laughs> what? And if <laughs> and if he thinks that there might not be, there probably is not going to be. Um, but I, you know what? All right. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with Mr. Mark German mm. here. I think there will be. So I think it may not be on the scale of what we saw for the iPhone event. Like, I'm not sure they'll invite press, but it would not surprise me at all to have just a live stream event and maybe the press get like a few members of the press get briefings or something like that. Yeah. Because there's still like iPads to come. Right. And probably Macs. I mean, that's a that's a decent amount. I think so too. And the iPads, the iPads will be on the new processors, which I think that they will want to talk up again. Yeah, so I don't see why they wouldn't do at least a, you know, a video keynote, even if it's not invite a bunch of people out to the Steve Jobs Theater yeah. and what have you. I mean, I I can't see them doing all that via press release. New iPads via press release, especially iPads Pro, like, yeah, I don't know. Those are kind of a big deal. The other thing is, isn't this the one that's rumored to have a new, which I, I hate the sound of, uh, new connectors for the um, keyboards and stuff, right? They're going from three... Pins to four. Oh, the pins? smart connector. The smart connector. Uh, fuck it, they're going to five pins. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Which, I, I did which hear mean, some rumors. Which about means that, I'm yeah. gonna have to throw out my <laughs> my keyboard and buy a new one. Which that's right, because you're you're in the market for a new me. iPad, right? Yes, I am very much in the market for an iPad. What since would it have, take since for I me punted to get you pretty much everything? To drive else. out of here in an iPad today. <laughs> in an iPad Mini. <laughs> Is that what an you said? iPad today. Oh, an today. iPad today. Yeah, no. Yeah, what would it take? No. Uh, give me a number. Uh, today, today I would not buy one <laughs> if you paid me. <laughs> wow, that's bold. I actually think I would. If, if somebody wants to pay me and give me well, an iPad today, me, if you paid I'm me enough this. to cover the cost of the iPad, then yes, I would. <laughs> sure. Then you I, have, then that you would buy be another a, iPad. That would be a free that. iPad. <laughs> that is correct. So, um, sure, that's I would what do it would that, take. But, um, I. I, I Definitely going to wait to see what. I mean, that's you know that was my decision back in the spring. Like I was thinking about right. getting the iPad Air. I decided, nah, nah I'm going to wait. I have the Pro. I'm going to wait to see what the new Pros look like before I make a decision. I have been really liking the Pro that I bought, which I think was just earlier this year. Um, yeah, I I've been I've been very positive on it, and I finally got the uh, Magic Keyboard at a kind of a uh, discount. So right, that was felt like a good. A good combination. I've really yeah. now, especially right now, since my MacBook Air is now basically running my desktop setup, the the iPad has kind of become my laptop. Mm-hmm. So that's actually been exceptionally useful. Yeah, the the uh, uh, the keyboard is pretty groundbreaking. Honestly, I mean, it's a it's it really changes how you use the iPad. Um, the, I will say the 11 inch version is like I definitely understand people who have like who are 12.9 inch users and are like I can't go to the 11 inch keyboard because it is definitely on the smaller side. Sure. Um, but it's still great. Like it, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's bad because of that, but it's just one of those things where it's like the keys are just small enough in a couple places that I do like mm-hmm. notice myself hitting the wrong one yep. sometimes. Yep. Um, yeah, it's not something it's that I would want to type on uh, on a regular basis, but for yeah. 
the amount of yeah. use that I use it for, it's perfect. Um, and the the thing, so the thing about that is those discounts that is it just Amazon that, Amazon that gives those discounts? I mean, they're they're very deep, right? It's like a, for the Magic Keyboard, or yeah, on the keyboard. And so it, I, this the one I got was I think a Woodoff, which is as we discussed, okay. I think at the time is owned by Amazon. Yes, but um, yeah, I think Amazon does do a lot. There was something last week where they were discounting MacBook Pros, like. Or in, like in the last few days, um, I think because again, assuming that they're clearing inventory ahead of mm-hmm. new products coming, so yeah. Amazon. I mean, it seems like they can really afford to put discounts on a lot of these things yeah. and make them pretty deep. But the thing is that that discount is so deep that it just, to me, does not make sense to buy it at full price. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's expensive like, too, and that and that means that if they change the connectors, then I'm going to have to live without one for. A while until the new ones go on sale. I will say this about living without the Magic Keyboard, which I did for a few months. Um, the iPad is incredibly light without it and is a bit of a brick with it. Yes, <laughs> so, it is. It's definitely uh, a bit of a brick. But I, every but time I, I pull it off I have the it keyboard... On, I have it on my iPad all the time now. Every time I pull my iPad off of it, even temporarily, I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Like you pull it off and it's like yeah. it's like you're going to fling it over your shoulder. Yeah. It's just like, whoa, it's so light. Yeah. It almost makes me uh, think I need like two ipads <laughs> <laughs> i actually have i actually have a number of ipads but many of them are old <laughs> you know what i have not tried is plugging my ipad into my studio display i don't know why i would do it but <laughs> other than <laughs> just to see what, what would happen uh, yeah exactly i mean it works yeah. i think right yeah. it does have some it, it supports it but it, it's like letterboxed and stuff i think i don't know it seems weird yeah uh Wait, there's, I don't remember. there's breaking they, ipad news today you know oh is it about archaeologists <laughs> <laughs> oh no what's that okay then that, <laughs> I, I have not been checking the news John. <laughs> no, somebody posted a there was a story on apple.com in the newsroom about like archaeologists are using the app ipad pro to do something right like you know the way apple does these puff piece every once in a while oh they're they're using it to preserve the ancient history of pompeii oh okay that's not probably what you're talking about. That is not what I'm talking about. No. Um, but do you want to talk about this now? Or? Apple has changed um, their course a bit on stage manager. Stage manager? Oh. Yes. Stage Jesus. manager. So stage manager will, when it ships with uh, iPad OS 16, will not ha- have the connectivity, the monitor connectivity. Oh. Um, that will come okay. in a later date, at a later date, but it will, um, it will run on older iPads. So... They backtracked wow. on that, and uh, they're going to allow it to run on the, I think the 2018, so the one that I have, actually, 2018 well, okay. so and no, 2020 models. On Mac that. Rumors is saying stage manager itself will be work on older ones, but the external display stuff only works yes. on M1s. Yes. Okay, good. Correct. Just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Smart. And So, uh, yeah, because it's those, yeah. A12, those A12Z and A12X ones, which are basically pretty close to the m1s yeah and everybody was yeah kind of pissed about that so that's good yeah that's good yeah all right i mean i'm a fan i was you know apple occasionally listens to people occasionally <laughs> listens and I this one say, seemed this one seemed like something they were definitely struggling with right i mean, getting this to work correctly i mean federico yeah was <laughs> kind of i wouldn't say up in arms about this but you know i mean he was very clear about the fact that this was not working correctly yeah i haven't updated to the latest i guess because there was a new beta today and which i have not yet updated to although my ipad is still on the beta seed um 
Stage manager, hot mess in my opinion. Yeah, uh, right. I'm super interested to see what if they they they've definitely tweaked a lot of it and it has improved yeah. in some places, but I find a lot of it perplexing and kind of I just don't understand a yeah. lot of the decisions they made. Yeah. Um. So he said he said he's, he's installed it and he uh, used it for about thirty minutes or so and he got no crashes whatsoever. The app switcher scrolling is fixed. Um, edge swipe gestures are fixed, and there were smoother animations throughout the whole thing. So he said, just, he said it felt, he some... felt much better. And that's all good. I just have some fundamental questions about how this whole feature has been executed. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I noticed, for example, is. When you bring up that shelf, you know, you can, uh, that on the left that has all the apps in it, it shows you little badges of the app icons, right? So if you have a little Safari window and a little, say, numbers window, right, it shows you little icons of the apps. And if you click on them, it like zooms the window over on the side. And uh, it doesn't, I don't know what that mode is for. Like, there's a lot of like buttons or things that you can click or things that you would expect to work in a certain way. Like, oh, what if I, if I click, uh, you know, the numbers icon, it'll just show me the numbers window that's in that stage right and it's like Mm -hmm. no it just shows me a thumbnail of both of them it's like well that's not useful what am i doing with this so and on the mac side it's even more perplexing at times because i had it running for a little while on the ventura beta and i'm a little behind i haven't run it in the last few versions on ventura but (laughs) like i had bb edit open and i hit the you know command o to open a file and it took the window i was looking at and zoomed it into a stage and then created a new stage with the open dialog box and i was like (laughs) In what world do I want to do this, <laughs> right? Like, we can't treat every dialog box like it's a separate space. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I am. I may. I, I think I will probably continue to use it on the iPad, but on the Mac side, yeah, I, I right. think it doesn't really. Yeah. No, it doesn't do anything that my current Mac setup doesn't right. already. That's do. the thing, right? I mean, and, you know, I mean, they're still trying to perfect multitasking on the iPad. It works pretty well and everybody knows how it works Fine. on the mac <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly you got 40 years of, of background i mean not yeah. 40 for multitasking, but 30 no. <laughs> odd years you know multi-finder i use, multi-finder. Six, I use multi-finder <laughs> in 6.0.7 sure um yeah I, I think that's it's interesting because fundamentally the ipad is still stuck in this weird limbo between being a thing that grew out of the iphone but also now a thing that is trying to be more like the mac mm-hmm. and i think it's just I think there's some fundamental problems there. And I think it, it really forking off iPad OS was a good choice, but in some ways yeah. it still feels like we're in very early days of it being diverging from the iPhone where it still feels predominantly like it's still kind of a big iPhone, but with some additional features bolted onto it. Yeah. Whereas it really feels like it should be kind of its own thing, but well, it's going to take some time, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, everything is converging, right? I mean, they're trying to make the Mac more, ios like which yeah. isn't going all that great i wouldn't say i feel like they've backed off on that a little bit i mean well with the except for of the stage manager thing yeah state but but also um settings app oh yeah that's mm, mis- which seems it's a like misguided a terrible thing. Yeah, but at this point still seems like a terrible mistake yeah i so you guys talked a bit about that while i was out and i think i'm less negative about it than a lot of people i, th- I agree there's a lot of issues with it but at the same time Sometimes I look, I love I love Apple fans, but sometimes they're also like <laughs> super picky about details. And it's like, I get it. You're detail oriented. That's great. 
Um, but they're like, look at this kerning. This kerning is a travesty on the proportion of a war crime. It's like, guys, it's the font is off. Like, yeah, it's yeah. ugly, but like, let's not overblow this. Yeah. So uh, I agree it could be a lot better than where it is now, but I, I'm i not like super up in arms about it. And I think, yeah, it, they'll continue to improve it. And, you know, in, in two years, we'll be like, oh, look how much better the settings app is. But yeah, it, they're going to ship a kind of shitty app right now. I just wish they wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, wish they. I, mean, I wish they do the homework first instead of doing yeah, homework uh, in class. I don't. I don't disagree with that. It's not like, to be fair, it is not like the old system preferences. No, it's app not. Was amazing either. No, it isn't. But the, I mean, why? Why rush this? Is is somebody clamoring for this, or is it just because we didn't have a lot of other things to put into? Ventura, and so now we're gonna cram this thing in here because I mean we have it sitting around and it's not ready yet. Yeah, I don't. It's tough, right? Because you gotta you feel like there's probably a team inside Apple that was like has been pushing to redo the system preferences app for years, and they're always just like, guys, this is not a priority, right? Like, yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of shit we need to do, and redoing system settings, and you feel like maybe this year they're like, finally, it's our moment, and they're like. Oh, we weren't ready because we, yeah. you kept telling <laughs> us no you for all these years. Gonna happen. <laughs> it's your time to shine, System Preferences yeah. team. Uh, can we get mm. an extension oh. on this? Oh, or? dear. Yeah. So it has, and I will say even it has gotten better throughout the betas. It still yeah. has problems, yeah. definitely. But it is, it is, it has improved in my opinion. So well, I don't one know. One would hope. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's great, but I'm less negative about it than other people have been, I think. I just question the whole necessity of doing the thing in the first place. I think I think I would have preferred if they had just fixed the system preferences to begin with, you know? Well, what what does that look like to your mind? Like what is Look, it, Dan. It, felt, it was outdated. <laughs> I know that. I'm not like, an interface I, designer, okay. Dan. <laughs> you have misrepresented barely, my, yourself to me once again. T-shirts, okay? <laughs> Say the system preferences app was a T-shirt. How would you Ooh. have? T- mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> You're talking. <laughs> now I'm speaking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I. <sighs> I'm not sure I like either one of them very much. <laughs> That's fair. I That's totally the acceptable. The alphabetical yeah. layout, I never could. It's like I could never remember exactly what the thing was called that I'm looking for anyway. So the sure. alphabetical layout didn't help me that much. Um, yeah, I agree. And I I know that it helped other people, but uh, it's just. Maybe there's just too much stuff crammed in there. I think so. I mean. I'll say one thing I do miss in the current version, and this is like, you know, it's it's par for the course with Apple losing a lot of its little whimsical touches, but I, I miss the little spotlight thing where you would search. Oh, yeah. And it would, like, highlight the yeah. pain. That they, I mean, you still got to search, which is nice, fine, whatever. But, like, I don't know. It was a cute little bit of mm-hmm. Apple whimsy that is in short supply, I feel like. I agree. In, I agree. in modern like, Apple Yeah, stuff. I mean, like, pulling something out of the dock and it goes poof. Right, exactly. I, in some ways, you know, what has the best version of that in modern Apple stuff is the dynamic island. With that, we you yeah know, talk about the weird. That's like, true. Like that feels like a little bit Apple whimsy there. Right, I don't know right. how they got away with it. Yeah, um, but there you go. So maybe more of that on the Mac side. Come on, there's not that Tim, many Mac people, anyways. We all demands yeah, we all that uh, all the whimsy be removed. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Today we've eliminated we're all the whimsy. whimsy. <laughs> 
Oh, Tim. Timsy, he's going to call it now. <laughs> Where's we Lex to write down your... these title suggestions? I was, was going to say, we, should, we, we need to be writing down these titles. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, without Lex here, this this uh, show really doesn't work. Um, <laughs> can't do a show with two people, yeah. John. That's what I've learned. I was going to make a joke about Lex, you know, having another kid, but it's probably... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's literally on a plane, he's which a, would shock me. Nobody. I mean, because if Lex isn't here, it's because he's on a plane. Yeah, exactly. Or he's in the dark. Uh, or in the dark on, on a plane. plane. Oh no, you don't that, want to be in the dark on a plane. That's the worst. That's the worst possible scenario. Uh, especially if you're John. I mean, John doesn't want that. No, I don't. I definitely don't. Um. So. Uh, the if there well first of all we've mentioned the october event and we've been talking about beta stuff mm-hmm. i mean both ipad os 16 is it 16 or 16.1 I, i've lost Six. track now 16 oh, point yeah the beta thread has been uh, technically listed as ipad os 16 beta 9 or something but i think it is effectively 16.1 um and basically ipad os 16.1 and ios 16.1 will be both released at the okay. same time which will be that's whenever the ipads come out yeah but i guess they do that um, this isn't the first time they've done that them. yeah it's right. not the first time they've done this yeah for security um, purposes and whatever else is rolled into right. the operating systems so but with both of those in in the offing as well as the ipads um that seems like an event right there uh and then the the mac side is what i'm interested in because i'm in the market for a new mac and so i've seen a bunch of different rumors about what that might be i mean macbook pros have been mentioned uh new mac mini has been mentioned and of course the mac pro is still supposedly been in the offing for a while now so there's some i mean even if this is the event where they ship it until next year though but they may show it off i mean they've uh they're gonna they're gonna lose their own uh two-year deadline at this point so oh is that right for reasons that are all excusable but they will overshoot it if it doesn't come to next till next year yeah um but i wonder if they'll maybe show it off and use Mm -hmm. that as like a a, like an asterisk like well we're transitioning our last product to the to apple silicon and it'll be available next year yeah (laughs) like do some do some weasel words there um but i i really I really do want a new mini and I'm curious to see if they're like the, the rumors have been not much in terms of like, it's not going to get a real redesign or anything, but I'm still curious to know what that machine looks like. Is it just the, you know, a uh, version that we, like we saw last year or two years, was it two years ago that the M1s came? I guess two years ago, the M1s came out, but with just a better processor or is there Sounds something like else? It. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, but you know, it seems weird. Like if they're gonna move them to the, I mean, we talked about I've talked about this before, um, uh, because this is the reason that I didn't think German was right, but German turned out to be right. <laughs> like if they're gonna introduce, see, I thought that they would introduce the Mac Pro at WWDC this year, um, sure, and then move the M2 down the line rather than moving it up the line, mm-hmm. because they've always they you know they still talk about. Well, I guess it was this, you know, I mean, they're still talking about like a sort of pro level Mac mini, right? Right. Cause and the higher end one is still Intel. You can still yeah. buy an Intel Mac mini. Which and if I think you, they if you release an M2 pro Mac mini, you're, I mean, not, not completely, but you're stealing a little bit of the appeal of releasing a Mac pro on the M2. Well, but the M2 pro chip, I mean, like that doesn't even match up to what is available in the studio, right? The Mac studio, yeah. which is, if anything is much closer, it feels like to stealing the pros thunder right. than the right. mini is. 
So I think my guess is still the M2 Mini will have a, you know, a vanilla M2 chip and then the M2 Pro, which is basically the lowest of all the other chips that, yeah. you know, Apple makes. Mm-hmm. And that the Mini still ha- or the uh, Studio has the Pro and the Max. Right. And then the Pro, God, they need to re-fucking name these this things. Is, I mean, there's got to so, be... You know, they're just going to keep out going there naming out. these yeah. things just mm-hmm. with three different names, right? Like, oh, it's a pro, but not a pro Mac Pro. It's a, a mini <laughs> pro. What? Stop. Stop. Um, well, I mean, Ultra seems out there for the taking exactly. now, now that we've done the Apple Watch. So right. I, I have to feel like, you know, the M2, well, we've seen the M2 Ultra. Is the M2 Ultra already a chip? God damn it, you guys. That's, I know. I was just thinking that, isn't it? I was just looking <laughs> to see. <laughs> uh, I did hear somebody suggest that might, next year, maybe they'll essentially rename the Pro Max the iPhone Ultra. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, Pro Max yeah, is Ultra a is already name. Ultra is already a chip. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because the, that's the thing. That's there's the four, Mac Studio. The, that's the one. That's the high end of the Mac Studio. Yeah. Right. So you feel like maybe an M2 Ultra. And then there was, I think the rumor was the M2 Extreme, which is like two Ultras. And it's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I just want the Pro. I just want the M2 Pro in a Mac Mini. God, it's so hard to even talk about this. Well, let's uh, talk about let's talk about something numbers. else then, Dan. Oh God, please! Because this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by our very, literally, our very good friends at Rogue Amoeba. And it says it says I'm supposed to say wowzes. Not really something that I usually say, but in this case, I'm going to let them have it. Wowzes! <laughs> Rogue Amoeba software is celebrating their 20th anniversary. That means two full decades of making amazing audio apps for the Mac. I'm going to tell a little bit of a story here about me and Paul, because <laughs> we oh, met we met oh. like probably 20, almost 20 years ago, something like that. Wow. He, Rogue Amoeba advertised on Crazy Apple Rumors um, that long ago, and uh, he came out to Seattle. I think he was, I don't know what he was doing out here, but he came out, he was going to go to a baseball game. I know that. And uh, and I was, he's like, hey, you want to, you want to have dinner? I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. And I saw my wife. <laughs> my wife and i'm gonna meet this guy <laughs> that i met online <laughs> to have dinner and she's like who is this guy what is going on why are you he could kill you <laughs> like no <laughs> he runs this software company <laughs> he's fine yeah and so can, those software nerds can't kill anybody so i want to thank paul for not killing me all those years ago uh that means two but two full decades making amazing audio apps for the mac if you're a podcaster musician or just someone who listens to audio on their mac rogue amoeba can make your life better. Whatever you want to do with audio, it's a very good bet they have a tool to help you. Like, well, with Audio Hijack, you can record any audio. That's literally what I'm doing right now. Loopback gives you extremely powerful audio routing without needing cables or mixers. And SoundSource is the sound control that should be built into Mac OS. That's probably very, very true. Uh, I will say, you, John, I was going to add, I, I use all of those things. Yeah, and, uh, I have used all of them. I use Audio Hijack and uh, I mean, like, every day. Pretty much, and I have I use loopback a, fa- a fair amount, and I've, right I've used sound sound source quite a bit too. They, and, and they're the in, thing that's uh, great is that they're all really good. Yeah, they, these yeah. are apps that we generally just don't complain about at all. Yeah, I mean, I also use Fission, which is their yep. audio editor, yep. which is yep. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I use uh, uh, even sometimes um, I, I may pronounce it wrong, Farago or Farago, uh, which is their soundboard app, which I've used oh, yeah. when I'm recording my That's the one uh, I have inconceivable not used game yet. show. Yeah, I have used. It's great. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Well, Rogue Amoeba doesn't run constant gimmicky sales or discounts. They charge fair prices all the time. But 
in celebration of their anniversary, they're making an exception. For a very limited time, to celebrate their 20 years in business, you can get 20% off any purchase from Rogue Amoeba. You don't need a coupon code or special URLs, but please tell them that we sent you. <laughs> Go now to macaudio.com to save 20% on anything they make. The de- this deal is only valid until the end of September, so it's very nearly over. Download free trials, then buy online to receive the discounted price. And congratulations to Rogue Amoeba on 20 years. Visit them at macaudio.com now before the offer ends. Our thanks to Rogue Amoeba for their support of this show. And, you know, and me for 20 years. <laughs> also, also me. And I mean, Dan. we're on, we're on big Rogue Amoebas. Page. We really are. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't Paul been on this show before? <laughs> I don't think we ever, ha- I think really? we've threatened to have had him out. I think we've threatened to have him on before, but I can't remember that we've actually had him on. I would be He's been on my other podcast. Not, yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, exactly. That, that guy. guy. Well. Uh, yeah. what else is, what else is going on in the, uh, in the I wanted world? to talk about glitches, um, oh, because yeah, you and Lex were, uh, texting some glitches mm, that you were mm-hmm. experiencing on your brand new phones. I, you know, iOS 16, I've definitely had some weirdness and I've been using it all through the betas. So I did seen some graphical stuff. The one I showed was control center where like mm-hmm. a bunch of my home devices were basically missing. Uh, and then when you scroll down, they're like misaligned and overrunning something else, yeah. which happens every once in a while. And then I saw um, Sami Fadi, who writes for Mac Rumors, posting about this, actually, the same thing today. And I was like, yep, I've definitely seen that one. And then, what, uh, Lex had one where, like, something was, like, overwriting his home screen? Yeah. 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 Um, That's weird. I have one on my watch that has been driving me absolutely bananas because... I turned on, it's doing it right now, as a matter of fact, um, a while back I turned on the assistive, you know, gesture thing, and it will pop up these notifications that tell you which gesture you're supposed to do in order to trigger whatever the thing is, right? Whether you're supposed to right. you know, rip twice or pinch or whatever, um, it tells you what to do. But I found that I was triggering it uh, when I wasn't really meaning to. So I decided I was going to turn it off. I turned it off, except mm-hmm. the suggestions don't go away. <laughs> oh, dear. So now every time, you know, I, like every time I lift my watch, it says, stop, double, double oh, no. rip or whatever. Um, and I've gone through the settings multiple times. I've turned everything that I can find off, but the, and, and it doesn't do anything. Like they don't work. Like if I try and do double grip, it doesn't doesn't trigger anything but i can't get rid of the little reminders <laughs> that so. is very annoying it's very annoying yes i mean you know it doesn't it doesn't impact my use of the watch very much but it's just this constant thing popping up that bugs the heck out of me so, i yeah yeah i the one weird one that i keep running into on my phone and i don't know if anybody else does but maybe somebody out there will will uh Throw us a throw us a bone on this one. Um, I get like interface freezes a decent amount on my phone now. Like I'll be in Safari or something, mm. and I'll swap away, and I'll come back, and I'll like tap the screen, and like it just it won't do anything. Like I can't handle links, and I'll have to like switch away from the app and come back. And sometimes it sort of like catches up, or like sometimes it just barfs and quits. And it's like I've seen this on across several different apps on my iPhone, and not constantly, but like once or twice a day. 
and it's just it's annoying i don't know what's going on with that one so mm. that's definitely a thing uh, that i ran to i feel like i ran to another weird one with like airplay the other day but i don't remember what that was might have been on my actually there was one on my tv where it wouldn't output sound to my sound bar for some reason i ended up you know having to restart it or whatever and eventually it worked again but like it was playing it would play sound to like external speakers like via airplay or like airpods or something but mm-hmm. it would not play to the sound bar that was connected to it which was annoying yeah because <laughs> like when you have like 20 minutes to watch tv <laughs> you have a small child yeah. oh yeah uh, and it's like why well, i really want to spend this time restarting my fucking apple tv let me tell you <laughs> i don't just no. to be clear no i'm 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 quite sure i know what um, i know what you're talking about yeah you know what you know what i'm talking i remember about. what you're talking about yeah. now i got plenty of time <laughs> That's right. That's, he's you know, he's eighteen. But I can restart everything, <laughs> except the internet. You never restart. <laughs> yeah, re- the yeah, really. That's oh, never. Man, that's, I, well, that hasn't been an option for a long, long time. I have had multiple things though recently. Lex isn't here, so I can complain about this. I've had multiple like things break recently where the solution ended up being restarting my Euro. Um, like my my Ecobee thermostat was like it was working fine. It was just like oh, we can't connect to Ecobee.com to retrieve like the weather forecast or something. And the Ecobee app was not showing like the local, I could change the temperature on the thermostat, whatever, but the app wasn't working. But HomeKit was working. It was super confusing. Like in the Home app, I could still see it was showing the correct temperature and everything, but the Ecobee app was showing the wrong temperature. I was like, what the frick is going on? And so I played around with it and kept trying to test things like on the thermostat. I was like running tests and whatever. And eventually I was like, you know what? I should just restart the Euro. And I did. And it was fine. Uh, uh, yeah. So I am, I yeah. really am very That's tired. That's very of annoying. This. Well, I've had that where I've just had to restart the router in order to get my home kit stuff back. Um, yeah, that happened to me too earlier on. I need it. Super annoying. And I don't know exactly who's at fault there, but um, it's, it's weird because like, the Euro it's, it's has a big, like restarting the router is kind of a big deal now. <laughs> you don't want to do it. I had to. I don't think I mentioned this in the previous show, but in addition to, I had like a shit ton of stuff break while I was out, like including my cable modem died. Mm. Like, and I spent a long time trying to figure out what was going on until I eventually narrowed it down. It was like I think it's the modem, even though like it seemed like it was okay, it mm. was just dead. And so I bought a new one, and it's been great, totally reliable since then. Um, but yeah, I kept restarting the router on that one too, which was also really annoying. And I just had another moment of like, I'll do another quick survey to see if there's any routers out there that I want to replace my Euro with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the one that people have mentioned to me a bunch, a bunch that I kind of wanted was uh, Ubiquity makes one called the Dream Machine, which is expensive, but like apparently really nice. Uh, and it's out of stock. Like you can't yeah. buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was... That figures. I'm just very upset about that. So, uh, unfortunately, I can't. I like. I literally. There's like nobody I want to give money to to have a better router. Like I was like, I'm like sitting there holding my my Apple Car. Like take my money. <laughs> I give me a better router, but nobody wants to sell me one. Yeah, so. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> it'd be nice if Apple made one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just don't. I guess I as much as I keep trying to make it happen and really lathe of heaven my way into yeah <laughs> getting a new mm-hmm. router, it's doesn't seem to be i think what happens is you hang a picture of a router above your bed oh okay um and then every night and then, say a little prayer yeah well you know okay. it just seeps Can't into hurt. your subconscious you have a dream about oh, routers dear. and then when you wake okay. up apple makes a router okay well i'm not sleeping much so <laughs> that seems <laughs> it's not gonna work you're probably not even okay. entering dream state <laughs> no 
Oh, God, no. <laughs> Uh, we have questions, Dan. We got I was going to say we, we should answer? probably answer some questions. Yeah. Uh, you know how this works. It's uh, Rebound Prime members. Go to prime.reboundcast.com. Yeah. Sign up. You get to submit questions to us. You get a bonus episode every single week, uh, and you get to hang out in our new Rebound Prime Discord, uh, which I think uh, people really enjoy. Yeah, I think there's very little Discord in there. <laughs> That's true. That's right. Mostly Accord, <laughs> uh, and not the Honda kind. <laughs> Also, you get two Moltzes, um, which is the best. <laughs> there's we'll actually that. three. I think but, there's a know, question about well, there, there's there's three? A question about, well, there's three? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. All right. We'll get to that. All right. Let me, let, let's, let's roll these out. Uh, I'll start with the one from email, which uh, uh, is also from E-Man. Uh, status update. What body parts hurt today? Younger, healthier hosts can join in as well if they have something to contribute. Uh, Moltz, I believe this is the Moltz segment. This is where, the Moltz uh, segment, yeah. yeah what's the I theme song for the Moltz segment about your ailments? <laughs> Aches and pains. <laughs> <laughs> making gains i don't know <laughs> are you though not really uh yeah no i uh I, you know i uh, for a long time i've had this hip problem like just like <laughs> aching hip um <laughs> i know i can't I know. believe we're doing this it's not broken but you know it's <laughs> it's just like muscle ache in my in my hip and uh mm-hmm. and now now my shoulder and my arm hurts so much i hardly even notice the hip problem <laughs> <laughs> that is the true old man solution yep. is something yep. else just worse. replace it with a with a bigger pain <laughs> oh man yeah i've had like recurring foot problems like the last week and it sucks mm. like, oh yeah just like it's for me also it's like a chronic thing but like it like ricochets around to different parts of the foot i think all because you like overcompensate because yep. i'm like oh i'm walking funny to avoid yeah, hurting this part exactly. of my foot and the next day yeah. some other part of your foot hurts and it's like i'm I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Robot foot feet, please. That's that's what I want. <laughs> um, all right. Uh illiterate. Illiterate? Illiterate? I can't is that impressive that correctly? I don't know. <laughs> are Am you, I literate? Are you just saying yeah, are you just saying something that you are? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm just sounding saying. like that. I am illiterate. Uh asks, what is the best watch face to use and why is it the black and white Unity Lights one? I'm trying to see if I've ever used that particular face. I'm scrolling through my. I have not used. I have not used that one. You turn it. You turn it to black and white. That's yeah. That seems weird. Um, Stop. Double clinch. No. Does that does that like have any complications on it? Even. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. See, I like a lot of complications. It's cool looking. (laughs) Yes. Anybody looking at my life would know that. uh yeah oh so you can you can turn complications on because it's one of those ones where you can go from like full screen face to like a like a dial basically um but then all right i want to see black oh black and white it looks cool and complications not available in this style but you can wow this actually all right it looks very cool i'm not gonna lie it's a cool looking face especially because it like the sort of black and white look at it makes me feel like a you know that scene in the last jedi with the where the she takes the ship in the hyperspace and goes through the star destroyer. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of looks like that. It has a vibe, like a black and white shadowy vibe, like that. So okay. I'd say it okay. looks nice. Right. It wouldn't be my pick. Yeah. I would say we talked about this before. I've been using Metropolitan. John, you were using um, modular, modular. The, whatever the, the newish. Yeah, those um, are both good. Yeah, the I would say the Mickey Mouse ones up there. I, I, you know, um, I, I, I love the Mickey Mouse one. Um, and for a long time, Karen and I were both, she would have the mini, I would have the Mickey and every morning we would, I mean, I didn't use it 
throughout the day the for the most part. It's yes. 9 a.m. But I yeah. would I would flip to it um, <laughs> just just in the morning and just to hear Mickey say good morning. Yeah, I used and, to show that later. One. Good night. That was a great one for showing to kids. Yeah, sure. They love. Yeah. Oh, they love the the, the kids voice. love the Mickey. The kids love the Mickey. Mm-hmm. The Mick. Uh, I will also call <laughs> out. It sound like actually they like, like drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Trust they me. They also love drugs. Uh, I actually will call it one that I think is underappreciated. There's one called Stripes, which is configurable stripes that you can like add. And so I have made a rainbow one, which I wore to a wedding last year, um, which I just think is. It's simple but classy. It's a non-complication face, but I like to change. Like, if I have to get dressed up, Indochina's not here today. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but if I do have to get dressed up and go to a wedding, I like to change my watch face to something a little classier. So I had the stripes one on, and I have to say, you can, like, pick the angle they're at. You can pick how many stripes there are. You can pick the colors of all the stripes. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that one a lot. I think that's a that's a sleeper hit is my, my tip. Um, Let's see. Uh... The next, let's see. Okay, we had, we talked about this? I feel like. All right, Lunar Obverse writes, what phone lock screens and widgets are you all using? Oh. I haven't found much utility in having more than one. Oh, and really? For people, my phone all only gives me the remember. option of my best friend and my niece, no one else. Do you know how to get other people's suggestions? I'm using, so I have, uh, the one I use the most right now is the Photos one for Landscapes. Oh, so okay, so that's the that's what your actual lock screen is. Okay, but not the, yes, my yeah. actual lock screen on my phone is n- the Shuffle Nature Photos, okay. which I really like. Oh, interesting. Okay, I uh, I am completely in love with the the Astronomy Earth one. Mm, um, that's and a nice one. I I'm having a hard time even trying other ones because I like it so much. Just that 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 little zoom that occurs when you unlock the phone is so cool. Um, that. I don't need another. Yeah, it is cool. Face. I don't need another iPhone cool. face. I, mean, I don't need another phone phone face. I think, can we call the them people, phone faces? Phone faces. The people one. I definitely had that when I started. Um, it only showed me like I think it, it took a while for the people to show up. Um, hmm. Make sure you have people categorized in your Photos app. Yeah, and then make sh- you might want to restart your phone if you haven't already. Yes, I think it has to do with the photo um, face scanning, basically. Uh, because I found that like now if I go look, so I have one that does people I have it set to do my wife kid, but I'd like scroll through and it's got a bunch of other people. I could have a phone just of Lex, apparently. Uh, <laughs> sure. Not going to do it, but I think it, it d- depends how many pictures you have of that person. And it also is making some sort of qualitative judgment because it tries to pick good pictures and yeah. I think like, you know, good framing and good composition. And I'm not saying it's hundred percent great at that, but like people that you have a lot more pictures of, it will pick, you know, it'll suggest more quickly. But I don't think there's a way to mandate it to do particular know, people. Particular like yeah. give me more. Right. <laughs> okay. But there you go. Give me more uh, of cousin Larry. Give me more. Uh widgets. What do you got? Oh, uh, so I, I have the weather and um, reminders, my my like today list mm. of reminders. Okay. I The one I'm using currently, I've got my rings, my fitness rings. Um, got, <laughs> I have uh, a, an app that reminds me to drink water. I've just been really lazy about actually like 
using it, but mm-hmm. I have the widget on my home screen, so it keeps telling me, you're at 0% water, you're dead. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just lazy about logging it. Uh, I have the weather, which I think right now this one might be a carrot weather widget. Um, and then at the top, next to the date, I have uh, pedometer plus plus, so my current step count and distance walked. Yeah. But yeah, cool. Um, I played around with a bunch of different ones. I really kind of sometimes like the weather. There's a weather lock screen too, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but I got tired of it because it was fairly limited. Like right. I want something with more variation. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Um, Mihir writes, what's the most ultra thing you've ever done in your life, as in something that would justify using an Apple Watch Ultra? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw this question. I meant to think of something. <laughs> <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to make up something. I did not. Um, I used to hike. I mean, I like I, I don't hike anymore, but, um, you know, I've gone to, I mean, I've never climbed like Rainier or anything, but um, I don't really want to. <laughs> I thought about it at one point because a guy that I worked with um, did it, and, supposed, and he, he basically say like he's, he I said he got to it. the top and he threw up. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say like I could do it, but I just I just don't really I just don't want to. Like, yeah, sure, but I yeah. Don't wanna. yeah. Um, I could have done it, <laughs> but I didn't want to. <laughs> I do small hikes occasionally. I I also have no desire to hike Rainier. Um, yeah, I've done. I went. I went snorkeling. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've ultra, been sn- I've it? been snorkeling. <laughs> I went snorkeling at the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, I went ago. snorkeling in the Maldives when we were there, uh, which was cool, but it wasn't super ultra. My wife has yeah. actually been scuba diving, so I guess she would actually get some utility out of that. <laughs> so yeah, when uh, when we went to the Great Barrier Reef, I was going to take a scuba diving lesson, and uh, it was. <laughs> Okay, go into the the place, you know, make a res- make a reservation, go to the place to to take the lesson, and I'm standing there just waiting, and and I look on the wall, and it says you, you cannot scuba dive 24 hours before flying. <laughs> it's like, mm. oh crap, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> so that, I thought they I like could not, I thought it was like I could not because I guess you you know your brain brain can explode. I was gonna say, John, I was gonna I thought they like you went in and they like looked you up and down. Yeah, and, like, and said no, mm, no, you look not like a circler, not you. <laughs> Not you, snorkel. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm done. You just, know, like I used to do aikido and stuff like that, but you don't wear a watch when you're doing aikido. <laughs> like you can't wear a watch. No, because people people use your your watch against you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's right. Uh, Josh Muthamani writes, "How are you dealing with this unusual heat in Washington?" <laughs> I believe this was directed at Moltz. That would be uh, Lex and Dan. How do you deal with extended heat? <laughs> Which was a movie in the '90s, mm. but you could only rent it. It was that only on paper. Like, weirdly yeah. enough. Uh, Steven Seagal. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, it's, it's definitely unseasonably warm, but it's also September. So it's not super hot. I wouldn't say, um, it's just weird. It should not, this should not be happening. Of course, this is like, you know, I would blame global warming. Uh, it's, it is the usual way for things work here is that as soon as September hits and kids go back to school, it begins to pour rain. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't stop for six months or at least so it's not and it's not doing that i mean it's supposed to rain tomorrow i think but to it so far it has been unseasonably pleasant and and it's going to <laughs> so tomorrow says that tomorrow is going to rain but then again it's going to and then after that for like a couple of weeks it looks like it's going to be unseasonably pleasant going into october so it's yeah not natural unnatural yeah um 
Yeah, we have heat waves a decent amount. We had a, a couple bad ones here this summer. Um, this yeah. year, so actually, and we uh, maybe we'll talk about this at some other point, but uh, we put a, I have a window unit that we put in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have those. A f- yeah, a yeah. friend and I still, lent I, I us. I have not taken them out yet because it's still been so warm. We took our, I took ours out last week because it's gotten cool here and I have to go take my parents out um, sometime this week. But the, uh, a friend also lent us a uh, one of those room You're air go conditioners. Your parents. I'm going to take them out. <laughs> they know what they did. Um, a friend lent us the window, or not window, uh, the room unit, right? That sits in the room and then you sort of have the hose that runs out the window. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, what, that's, that, that's what I have in my office, actually. Yeah, that was fine. We needed, it was nice to have another room in the house. We put that in our dining room and it was nice to have a second room that was cool because just we didn't want to be sitting in the back room, in the bedroom all day. But um, yeah, other than that, we just sweat. We just sweat. Yeah, <laughs> sweating. That's cold, a good. That's a, cow, a good way yep. to deal with the heat. Take a cold shower before I go to bed, and Unless that's you're about a dog because you can't sweat. <laughs> if you're a dog, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, Zach Knox asks, "What do you know about the second molts in the Discord?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. There are two. There are two just plain at Moltzes in the Discord, and, and inside the, the Discord, the reason, there are two John Moltzes. The reason for that is when we were trying to do that live episode. So one Everything of you sent me wrong. a link. I clicked the link, and it took me to the Discord like web page and asked me. And I thought it was asking me to log in, so I put in at Moltz and then or whatever I put in whatever credentials I had and it made me a new account instead <laughs> and then I don't even know how I solved the problem like I don't even know how I ended up getting into the audio finally so when we try it again it's going to be the same clusterfuck probably <laughs> uh, um, but the third one say... is my is my nephew is he's also in there uh, okay yeah. I was going to say have you ever seen the prestige <laughs> I have seen the Prestige. I haven't seen it in a long time. That's, I was actually thinking this, I should rewatch that. That's a good yeah, movie. This is yeah. The, mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much, but yeah. that explains the dual molts issue. Yep. Um. All right. KG says, "Will you sign my p- petition to remove <laughs> HLZ support from Stage Manager in sixteen point one and add back external display support? If not, can you help me grouse loudly about it on Reddit?" <laughs> also, KG submits, "Does running to the press help?" <laughs> um, running to the press never helps. Um, I was actually, uh, of the opinion that Apple did not really need to do, to add it to the old devices, honestly. Um, and I, I, I still stand by that, but, um, it's nice that they did. And I hope that it's a decent experience that it's not just you know, they're adding it be- because they got bullied into it and it's going to suck. So, um, good luck <laughs> people <laughs> with older iPads. I wish you well. Yeah. Um, I'm, me being on Reddit is not going to help you. <laughs> Let me put it this way. If I could help you with this, I would have sold a lot more books than I've sold. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I would say just run the beta, man. Come on. Just run the beta. You'll have all access to all this anyways, right? Or at least before everybody else does. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. Problem solved. And running to the press doesn't help, but running to the rebound helps every time. <laughs> running to the rebound. Uh, that is my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. 